at his website, zenbitchlab.com. So to get things underway, I've selected a passage from some AI literature to read, and then I'll hand over to Paul. We'll talk about it for a while before we open up the room for questions. So here we go. It's quite a short reading. It just jumps out straight at me. It's on page 164. Um, it's just the last few paragraphs on there. Um, so it's our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realise we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right and great things will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the spirit and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then. So with that, over to you, Paul, and I'm going to find a better spot for my phone, I think. Muted, Paul, Paul, you're muted. Well, welcome. Nice to see everybody. <clears throat> yeah, this is uh, the last paragraph of the book of the 164 pages. One thing I don't agree with, which is I believe if you're willing to, to give it away, you'll have it. So I believe if you're willing to transmit it, there'll be that energy. Uh, but um, the idea of downloads from from this power and to what was it abandoning ourself or surrendering ourselves? So, uh, so what would be that which was surrendering self? Is it self? If there's an abandoning of something, what's the something before the abandoning? That seems to be implied to be the that which is going to abandon. Abandon what? Self. Yeah. Is it self? Self can't abandon self. Self can't get out of self. So this there's always like an implying of some force, but it's not named or defined as Paul the body. And then a very clear, many clear descriptions of what has defeated seemingly that force, yeah? And they they basically proclaim uh, self is what has defeated us and us as that force, whatever you want to call it, yeah? Let's call it spirit in this case. So unbeknownst to us, our, our unsuspected inner resource is spirit, and because that that stays unsuspected, we get to be defeated by self. So by understanding how self has defeated us and having a spiritual awakening, which to me is just a mental diminishing, yeah, because the problem resides in the head, 
So the problem is of the mental variety. And there's an inordinate amount of interest and attention in the head. Yeah. And that interest and intention is really what's fueling this idea of self and giving it the ability to defeat us. Yeah. Because uh, obviously we're extreme examples of self-centeredness run wild, self-will whatever run wild. We're extremely obsessed with this idea of self. And so the extremity of the obsession uh, is an exact ratio to the getting defeated by it, <laughs> really. So, I mean, it it's using our force to defeat us through a, through this act of being identified as us, yeah? I de hold on. Somebody's asking, oh, it's Mia. So, yeah. So this, this whole platform of these talks is to is rooted in the statement on page 64. And we're not saying the statement was made by this person or that person. We said there's a statement in there, which is self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. That's the, that's it. It says you being convinced of this. Yeah. So one of the requirements, hopefully when you're getting towards the third step, and the fourth step is being convinced self has defeated you. Yeah. Are you? Yeah. Now, if you are convinced that self has defeated you, it would be quite important to see what self is or self isn't. Yeah. Because maybe its ability defeat to defeat us is based on how it's appearing to us. Yeah. If it's appearing to us as being us, it seems to have a wide spectrum of being able to defeat us. Yeah. If you see it as something foreign to you, you may be able to become free from it. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Those are profoundly different possibilities. Yeah. Now, the possibilities are premised on what's before it. <clears throat> if you're identified as self without knowing it, you are going to get caught in the statement self can't get out of self because basically it's describing our behavior, though we don't think so. We think it's Paul trying to get out of self, and that makes a lot of sense to this idea of Paul, but Paul is a.k.a. self, yeah? So self can't get out of self. So if, if Paul hasn't been able to get out of self for a long period of time, Maybe you could switch to a new understanding and maybe see it as self can't get out of self because it sure ain't working either, either way. Now, if you keep seeing as Paul can't get out of self, this, this delusion that if it, if it could only manage better, it would succeed will, will probably continue, yeah? But if you could see Paul as self, it would be an incredible recognition because you would stop, or at least that drive to get out of it would be questioned, yes? <clears throat> if you weren't it, the drive of it to try to get out of something would be questioned. <clears throat> and if maybe you question the premise that you're a self, you may not want to, you may not have to try to get out of it all day. You'll realize you're not in it, yeah? And therefore, the success that seems to be futilely 
destined to fail, which is self trying to get out of uh, self, you'll have success before anything because you're not self. <laughs> That's so beautiful, really. And it works. It worked with me. And I don't see I'm any different than any other run-of-the-mill addict or alcoholic. Yeah. It captured something. And that unsuspected inner resource, I could, I could see the uh, fingerprints on the steering wheel of my life. Yes. <laughs> I came to believe that something greater than self could restore me to sanity because it did. Yes. Now, what is that which is not self that is being restored to sanity? Because it says something greater than self, yeah, which is all right, we have this idea of self, and then something that's greater than self has restored us to sanity. Where does us seem to be self in that statement? I don't get it. Yeah, it feels like there's a certain trinity. There's us, this vague whatever, there's this idea of self, and then the idea of a higher power, yeah? And the higher power overrides the lower power of self and allows us to have it sanity instead of the insanity that precedes the first drink. We are now restored to sanity concerning the first drink. And for many of us, that means we don't have the first drink, yeah? We don't start. So we don't have to be masters of stopping. We just don't start drinking anymore. Yeah. And then, then the real, the real business as hands, which is how to live life successfully a day at a time. Yeah. We start, we start that process because the basic obstruction has been removed. We're not, oh, I've got to fucking stop drinking. That's been ha that's happened. You're not starting. Yeah. You don't have to get to that point, which sets off a whole story. I've got to stop drinking. You don't start. So you never get to that. I've got to stop drinking. Yeah? You just don't start and things happen. Yeah. Self is a bondage to an idea, a mental idea. That mental idea that you're the doer of a lot of shit you never did, yeah? You can see that mental idea that you're the doer when you look at your past behavior under the influence of alcohol and drugs, yeah? Your head has a story that you did all that shit that you were driven to do or compelled to do or were brought to do through this occupation, this foreign parasitical thing, yeah? And we still live under the premise that we did all that stuff, yeah? And so some people right now are in a state of being sober for 35 years, but they're also in a state of having guilt and shame based on what they did when they were getting loaded. That's bondage of self, yeah? The possibility of the solution gets restrained, yeah, by this presumption, this idea that we were the doer of whatever ever happened to us, no matter fucking what. You were driven to do a lot of shit, 
when is the statute of limitations going to arrive concerning that behavior? Are you still being dragged to court for, after 35 years? And there's still the charges are gone over and over and again in the mea culpas and all this. Life has better things in store for us than the constant morbid recollection of the head on what it compelled us to do as we as the doer, yeah? Hmm. I mean, really, on the line of forgiving, we'll be the last one forgiven. Yeah, because we have an idea that we should have known better. We don't apply that idea to other people, so we give them a reprieve that we will never receive by this mental court, because we should have not done that. We should have known better. Yeah. What is that but self? Thinking you're unique and special. Yeah. Yet all the evidence when you go to meetings is you're just a run-of-a-mill alcoholic and addict. Yeah. You do what addicts do. You think what addicts think. You feel what addicts feel. Yeah. So, yeah, abandon ourselves. That means self is in us. Yeah. There's us that's going to abandon the idea of self. Yeah. How is that going to happen? Seeing it is not you. How can, it, how can you abandon you as you? It's impossible. Yeah. I, if I think I'm the car, I can't abandon the car. Yeah. But if I see the car isn't me and something happens, I can abandon the car. I can walk away from it. We used to do it all the time when we were out there. We'd have an old beater. We'd run into a tree. We didn't have any license or insurance. We just fucking abandoned the car. Back then in the 70s, they didn't have the incredible internet shit. They didn't know what happened. Yeah, they, the city would just tow it and that would be the end of it. Yeah. You can abandon something that you're not. You cannot abandon you. Yeah. Have you ever been abandoned? Seriously? By you, you've always there. I abandoned my old self, yeah? So this is recognizing it's not you. Just entertaining the idea it may not be you. And then when you see it's not you, there's going to be a loss of interest in it. Just like it says in page 63, we lose interest in self and then all this good shit starts happening, yeah? but it's all premised on losing interest in self first. Yeah, it doesn't say all this good shit happens. Yeah, it says losing interest in self, then this shit happens. You cannot be there to get it, yeah? It's a losing interest in self, that which wants to be there to get it. That's getting it. <laughs> so agree or disagree, I'm just putting it out there. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not looking for votes. I don't care. I just, I'm in your, I'm in this tribe. I've gotten relief. 
it's established, the problem doesn't exist for me. It's a nice way to go every day. And I'm just sharing what was shared but with me. Maybe it wasn't shared to me with by a person, but it was shared with me. Yeah. Just putting it out there. See if it works. Yeah. If it, what you're doing is working beautifully, great. Yeah. Fantastic. If it isn't, maybe this could help. Yeah. Maybe the a clearer diagnosis of the problem will help with the solution to it. Yeah. And the point is, you know, you have it by giving it away. Yeah. So if you've been in hell and some bus took you out of hell and you have a, a memory that you saw the name of it on the top, you know, bus 33, and then you'd probably be compelled to go back into hell and tell people, look for bus 33 and get on it. It's going to take you out of hell. Yeah. <laughs> Who would venture into hell unless there was an assuredness it could be out of hell? Yeah. Yeah. I could be next, I could be around the greatest user of all time and not be moved at all. <laughs> I don't give a shit about it. I don't care about drugs and alcohol. Yeah, I don't care if you've done more or better or whatever. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah, so I can be there for you. Yeah. Yeah. So it's beating a dead horse, but there's something alive under the dead horse. So we're trying to beat the dead horse so that that which is alive under it can hear that drumbeat. It's not that I enjoy beating a dead horse. I'm just, we're getting a message through that which is underneath the dead horse. Yeah. 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 Do an inventory. Instead of calling the resentments yours, call them a resentment. Yeah. What is a resentment? It's a way of seeing what's happening now from a past view. What's made up of past views? Self, yes? So resentment is a manifestation of self in my life. Yeah, that's what it says in the book. Fear, I think mostly mental anxiety, is a manifestation of self in my life. Not self's life, my life. Yeah, all right. Harm's done to others in the pursuit of what you want. Man, you must have a real strong idea of what you want to hurt people in the process of going to get it. Let's say, well, that self is manifested or compelled me to be to behave like that because it is afraid it's not going to get what it wants and or it's going to lose what it has. So it will do almost anything to get what it wants. And that means stepping on other people far out. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. This is a coming from a view of self, which allow, which compels you to do shit without any ta without taking other people into consideration. That's what happens. Yeah. yeah. You want to keep blaming yourself for it, hmm. or do you want to see something took you over? Yeah. It's using your eyes to see life the way it sees life, 
and we're identified the way it sees life because it, we think it's our eyes, yeah? It's using us to have a life, yeah. So there is a solution. I hope we all find it. And uh, I hope that we get established in those effects they talk about on page 84. The problem will not exist for you. Great. That's a great solution. Yeah. You'll be placed in a position of neutrality with no thought or effort on your part. Fantastic. That's really good. Yeah. <laughs> Those are really good effects. Really good ones. Man. And, uh, when you get freed from the bondage of self you'll know the bondage of self you will you'll be very clear you you get clear about it by its absence you don't get you're not clear usually when it's present but when there's relief you can really see why there wasn't relief you really can yeah i mean you don't have to have 50 metaphysical speculations you just know why yeah the what was blocking the movie was your own big head yeah yeah all you yelling sit down sit down you were the last one to heed that fucking message all you needed was for you to sit down and then you'd see the movie yeah <laughs> but self can't lose interest in self it can't yeah 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 do you look at the look at the program? I don't know about your community. I grew I grew up in AA in California. And as a community, most people I would say go out around the fourth step and the ninth step. Yep. Fourth step for sure. And the ninth step. Why do you think that is? The fourth step has to do with looking at your role in things. Maybe something does in you does not want you to look at your role in things. Why is that? Because it doesn't want you to see its role in things. Yeah. Again, if the bondage of self, its main plank is being bound to the past of what you did, supposedly, and what you want to deny or avoid or not deal with. Yes. So it captures you in this past. And so the ninth step, what would that do? It would not shut the door on the past. Yeah. There, but there would be a new freedom concerning it. The bondage of self, that parasitical movement does not want that to happen. It doesn't. The only thing that keeps you making amends is the feeling that happens when you make an amend. Yeah. You get relief from self. Yeah. You, you do something completely contrary to its idea and you finally get relief from it. Yeah. And to me, ninth step was truly, I felt what I really was coming back into my own life. That's what I felt. Yeah. I felt something come in to my daily life that had been missing. Yeah. And it was me, actually. It was the essence of what I was, that presence of aliveness. 
I was like living in a vertical coffin. I had been just fucking mummified by this identification as self. For me, I had to shoot coke to feel fucking something. I did. Really. I was so disassociated. I was in this terminal unique cocoon weaved by this activity in the head. I made this something else myself, or it made itself me, yeah? And then as it says in a book called The Course of Miracles, there's something else that has the, the mental state has made to be myself, then why would I ever have doubt or suspicion concerning it? Well, because of the fucking evidence, yeah? Being led by self, <laughs> <laughs> has failed. So we have the suspicion of it. We have the suspicion of what we've been listening to. Because it's definitely not good orderly direction. Why would you want to keep calling that which defeated you an aspect of you? Why not see it as not you? Yeah, because even if it is an aspect of you and it's just a little part of you, it thinks it's all of you. Yeah, so if this little part of you thinks it's all of you, <laughs> you better see that it's not you. You're not going to, it's not going to become, you know, a service animal. Yeah, it's not going to be your amigo. It's got a parasitical nature. It's feeding off of us. Yeah. I didn't see it. That's why I'll keep talking about it forever. I didn't see it for a long period of time. And that's how it was truly defeating me. It was truly defeating me in the open. Yeah. It was Everything it said, I thought it was me saying it. Everything that it compelled me to do, I thought I did it, yeah? It was truly a, a bondage of self. So there you go. Thanks, pal. Uh, if any of you've got any questions, yeah, just raise your virtual hand or put a question in the chat box direct to me and I'll read it out for you. One thing, um, there's no questions as yet, Paul. I'm going to say one thing I find is that I'm at a stage where, and you, something you spoke about the other week with Howard Hughes in the aviator, where the mind is the agitator, or for me, the mind's the agitator, and wherever I take that mind, there's agitation um, out, seemingly outside of me. Um, uh, for me, as even though I see it as the agitator, I feel transfixed by it and enraptured or hypnotized by it so i know it talks shit but i keep listening i said no that's a load of shit but it keeps on keeps on keeps on and eventually like someone who gives you a shitty message a hundred times after a hundred times i often succumb so i'm getting better and recovering in that sense i know it's not me but i'm still it still seems to have a big influence on me 
big, big influence. Oh, that's the progress. So you're, now you're living with the solution in its old gravitational field. So it still has the drag, still has the effect. Yes? Yeah. Keeps you constrained, but you're gradually, because I believe recovery progresses, just like they say the disease progresses. That recovery is progressing, and you mentioned it already. You're feeling less of it. So you're getting pulled into another gravitational field. Yeah. And that gravitational field is a, has a, is a stronger field than the old gravitational field. Now you're going to get messages from the old gravitational field right where its pirate station is, is in the head, yes? So it is going to try to talk to you as you concerning, oh, just come back to the old gravitational field. I'm going to be much more behaved now. I'm going to whatever it is. But it's basically a system that's threatened by what's going on. Just let what's going on continue. Stay sober. Stay on the operating table. Don't get up. Don't play doctor. Yeah. And there's going to, once you get to a point in the new gravitational pull, there's, we ever see in uh, car racing, they call something where you, uh, you get behind the other car and it pulls you. I don't know what it's called. Yeah. yeah yes. Like a drug or lack of, it's lack of right. drug. In, in, you get into it. You don't have to use your gas. It's sucking you through its gas. Yeah. This is what's happening. We're going to be. Yeah, I've seen that on that American racing that you have where they do the big circles. I can't think of a name of it. Yeah. That's how they do it. You get, by, you get, on, you get behind the car and you feed off of its power. So you don't have to use your power. Well, this is the higher power in the situation. Yes. Yeah. So now we're vented into a new gravitational field. There's flashes back from the old gravitational field, but the new gravitational field, let's say the old gravitational field is being produced by a moon and the new gravitational field is being produced by a sun. Yes. Which field is going to win? The sun. Yeah. Yes. So this is why we say trust the process. Don't leave before the miracles and all this, because even though we may not know we're in good hands, people who have come before us know we're in good hands because they've been experiencing being in good hands for 40 years or something. Yes. Yeah. We're in good hands. So, yes, the battle may not be won, but the war has turned, so to speak. Yes. Yes. Yeah, there'll be more peace of mind. The head's not going to mention this shit. That's why you got to make a point of honoring the demonstrations because the head is going to keep narrating it. Like the head confronted with a miracle forgets it in a half an hour and then tries to go back to a golden oldie resentment of 40 years and dwell on that. And then uh, and hopefully distract you enough where you forget the miracle and then you get the same old bullshit again. Yes. So now when a miracle happens and a demonstration occurs, honor it, yeah? Take a second, appreciate it, because now that's that's perhaps the better way demonstrating itself, yeah? Amidst the yeah. old way. So there's a transformation happening. Just like it says in AA, when the newcomer doesn't even know anything's happening, it's people that watch them say, wow, this guy's getting a lot better. Why? Because the self is muffling it all. It doesn't want to. 
to lose interest in it. <laughs> it has no interest in and of itself. It needs us more than we need it. Yeah. It just constantly keeps talking as if it's indispensable. Yeah. You're going to know better. You know better already, but you're going to know better. The knowing better is there, but you're going to know better. This is what we grow into. Yeah. False evidence will be seen as false evidence. Yeah. It won't have the ability to compel you to act on it anymore. Yeah. My head can say crazy things. Am I doing crazy things? No. What happens to that crazy shit? Something wonderful up there makes it into a comedy skit. It's awesome. I'm amused all fucking day by it. I am. It's hilarious, really. I mean, it's a, it's hilarious if you see it as not you. So, yeah, bro. It, it's something that has, it really hit me when you spoke about that the other week. Like I say, with Howard Hughes, he had the means to get rid of every outside agitation. Now, I haven't got Howard Hughes means, but I've got enough means that changing partners, changing jobs, changing homes, changing environments. And for for five minutes, everything's amazing. And then, fuck, there's a new agitation. And a mind immediately leap, yeah, leaps onto that. So, yeah, I see that it, it's never-ending. Never-ending. Well, that's incredibly and valuable to see because that's an aspect of it which has failed. And there's many aspects yeah. of it which has failed. And it's going to be a culmination of that evidence and you're going to see it as a failed system. Yeah? Yeah. I and suspect this has been going on for a hundred lifetimes. It hasn't been. It's make, <laughs> it makes that shit up. It has been. It's going on right now. That's where it's going on. It likes to bring in history because it makes everything, the weight of everything much heavier. Yeah? I've yeah. always been like this. No, you haven't. Yeah. It's all when you start when it starts using always and never, it's it's really in its bullshit field. Yeah, always I'm always feeling. You're not always feeling anything, except the I am. That's about it. The only constant pulsation is existence, hounding us right now. Yeah, yeah, that's it. All oh, I'm always bummed out. No, you're not. I'm never going to feel good. Yes, you have. It's just, it's just bullshit. Yeah. It just throws like chum in the water. Whatever it can get, whatever it can say to attract your attention, that's what it says. And it knows what you as a fish like. It does. Oh, you know, you should have gave your mother that money you promised her for years. Yeah, it goes back to the ones that really... It's like it loves like historical flypaper. <laughs> like, so you can't be happy. Look at you didn't ever, you never made your mother happy that time. You know, it's just some fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah. You're outmatched, bro. Doesn't mean you lose yeah. the match. Actually, you win the match. There you go. So that's good. That's good news. Yeah. You're seeing. This, what has defeated you has failed. Hey, that's a great way to start losing interest in it. 
<laughs> yeah. If yeah, I can know my head talks shit without feeling I'm criticizing myself. I just know my head talks shit. So, Richard, it's wonderful to see something that's failed and it isn't you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay, a recognition. It's essential to go through because we've. It has burned up so much hope. Yeah based on its promises, oh, it's going to work out this time or whatever it is, yeah? It's burned up so much of our fuel, but luckily we are an infinite supply of it, yeah? But let's just be clear. Hey, we can come to some kind of sense. I don't want to feed this engine anymore. Yeah, just that simple. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to go where it takes me. I don't want to, <laughs> just don't want to do it. Yeah. I've had enough. I've been convinced. Any life run on self-will is not going to be successful. I'm convinced of that. Yeah? I see self-will as will other than mine. I do. I do not think it's my will. I think self-will is not meaning my will. Yeah? I don't. I don't see it. I see self as, as something that took us over. Yeah? and is using our juice against us, so to speak. Yeah? Yeah. I remember when I was young, Rich. Here I was. I had this little drug den in my mother's house underneath her bedroom floor in a cellar. We were, gonna, we were down there tripping on LSD, and we were getting ready to go to a Rod Stewart concert in, in New York City. I was about 17 years old and shit. And my head is saying, you know, I think you should take a couple more downs, downers, you know? And even at that point, I was still being two levels below a coconut. That which was talking to me was not uh, demonstrating the greatest instinct of all, which is self-preservation. It sort of sounded like it didn't care if I died. Yeah. And it made a big impact on me because the head was yapping as if, oh, yeah, I'm already on two hits of LSD. Let's take let's take five second alls. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's going to go well. Yeah. And I saw that thing that's talking to me. Does it if it has the instinct of self-preservation, it's not me that it's trying to preserve. Yeah. <laughs> it was just super clear. Now, it didn't have any traction because of that were my condition. But it was a it was like a big flash across the screen that what I'm listening to has nothing to do with me. Yeah. It's got its own fucking thing going that it is trying to preserve. And it's preserving its drive doesn't sound like preserving me. <laughs> so yeah, you see a few of those things, you're on to something. Yeah. Let them hit and let some foundation be built. Yeah. yeah. This thing has failed us. It says it right in the book. Being convinced self-manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. Yeah. Self, something foreign to us, has defeated us. How has it defeated us? Us taking itself, us taking it to be us, really. Yeah. 
that's not hard to break because it's not us. It's not like you're going to have to have a 20-hour operation and separate something that is, is of one piece. It's not us. It's a mental activity. Yeah? It has a picture of you, and it lives and narrates a life based on that picture of you, and that picture isn't of you. Yeah? Yeah, anyone else? That's the point. Um, any other questions? Just raise your hands. Oh, here we go. Steve from San Diego. Do you want to unmute yourself, Steve? Hi. Let me get over here. Okay, what's going on? My phone's acting up. Okay. There we are. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay, so manifestation of self. So I'm in my office right now. And I go into the men's room. And it seems that people don't think that the toilet rolls that are toilet paper that's on the toilet rolls are sanitary enough. And they open up fresh rolls and there's multiple rolls of toilet paper sitting on the container at the back of the toilet. And it fries me every time I walk in there. How's that for an insane manifestation of self? You yeah, know, it's just- So uh, are you gonna try to change that or just see it's not you that's being driven crazy by it? it it's really hard for me to see that it's not me. Of course it is because self is self is trying to do that. So self is trying to see that it's not self. Exactly, oh. Steve. The reaction <laughs> you have and that which has the reaction are both not you. So the reaction you have when you see the the all those toil things, toilet things, yes? That toilet which is paper, having yeah. that reaction is not you. And that which is reacting to that is not you. <laughs> there's a void, there's two voiceovers. One is about the you you're not, and one is about that thing that's saying something about the you you're not. They're both not you. This is called non duality. There's two. They're both not me. Oh, wow. They're both not you. Of course they, they are. are. Of course they're, they're not me. So it's, this is what usually happens. This, and there's one of them is you and the other isn't. The other one that had this seemingly uh, angered reaction to the toy, to the rolls being on the back of the toilet, we've got to do something about that. We're going to have to just fucking start accepting the roles and whatever. It goes on and on and on, uh -huh. coming from the second not you. So the second not you starts giving the plan of how to change the first not you. Yeah. Yeah. So now you're not listening to the first one. That That's being talked about by the second one. So now, <laughs> self, is, now self is being talked about by self. 
that self that's talking about the other self can't get out of it. <laughs> Neither one of them can escape the other. Self cannot get out of self. Yeah. So if you want to just breeze through, I don't give a shit if there's 50 toilet rolls. That self, yes? Yeah. Okay. Oh, right. The first self is liberated, but the second self ain't. The second right. self says, gotta fucking da 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 da. There's no out when you're in. And it, it's two formed, it's not one. The self isn't being observed by your absolute spiritual thing that now has an opinion of the self, the sec, the first one. They're both not you. Yes. The reaction, yeah. oh, we're going to have to do something about that first thing as the second thing. No, that's the bondage of self. The bondage of self is not only the arm, it's the handcuff. Yes. So the arm is, oh, self is should be much more peaceful and not getting angry about these roles. Clock. That's the second one, the handcuff. Self now playing the policeman. We've got to reform this thing, which is just another fucking opportunity of interest and attention being drained to this mental idea of self. Either the the objectified aspect or the subjectified aspect. It's just a fucking vacuum to suck interest and attention out of your day into its mental fucking sphere. Yes, this is yeah. it. So the yeah. second one is the part that says, how do I stop seeing it that way? How do I change my That's perspective? Right. Exactly. That's the second one. That's right. See, the same fucking perspective wants to now change the perspective. Yeah, yeah, so the first, self, the first one's trying to take it out of self. So the first one's trying to change the world. The second one's trying to change the self. Wow. Yes. Yes, exactly. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> well, because if you only see one, it's not going to produce what you were hoping. Because uh, it just doesn't. This is a twofold presentation. That which observe is observed and that which is observing, both are not you. There's a seeing of all of that. That's what I feel we are. We are the awareness where this activity is going on. Yeah, we are the awareness almost as a space that those two activities are happening. Really, it's like self looking at oneself with the trigger, I should get out of that. Self can't get out of self. Yeah. So what it does, it just causes an avalanche of interest and attention, either completely going to the first one where now you have a crusade to change all of the back toilets of the whole corporation where you are, or the second one where you just have these hidden resentments and you're starting to try to put the roles to faces. I bet you it's him that's fucking doing it or whatever. Yes. So it's going to be some investigation of who's leaving all the roles there to get some kind of basic opinion. Yeah. That's cool. And you would wish that would happen, this sound. You wish it would happen, but it doesn't fucking happen. 
The first one goes off, the second one goes off, and you think one of them's you and the other one isn't you. Or you don't want the other one to be you. Because who wants to be the one that gets upset over toilet rolls in the back? It's just selfing. It's selfing. It's selfing. Yeah? This is why it says a loss of interest. Do you see how much interest is in that little parlay right there? First, there's the interest of, of all these, the idea that are people leaving too many roles, and then the interest in I've got to do something about it or about me or whatever. Don't you see? It just triggers an avalanche of fucking selfing. We have, it's easy to recognize one. It's difficult in a sense to recognize both as being bogus. Yeah. So the idea of the old rich, there's an, the idea of the new rich talking about the old rich. They're both not rich. They're not. Yeah. There's now the sophisticated sober rich that's going over the unsophisticated drunk rich. Neither of them are you. Really, neither of them. There's a giant field of bondage in both aspects. You're going to be bound to this idea, I have to be perfect on one. The other one is like, fuck, I'm going to do, some, I'm going to do something in that toilet fucking thing. Like put a note on the wall and just some reaction. You know what I mean? Just uh, trigger more shit. It just becomes a giant, like, pond of all about you, really. Yeah. And we drown in the shit. Our attention and interest. When you were walking, I don't know what drug or alcohol you did. Were you When you were walking, actually probably walking very quickly to the dealer's house, Yeah. Were you fucking seeing hummingbirds or flowers opening or feeling the wind or seeing the cloud formation or anything? No, you were fucking giant blinders like a fucking cow, even worse than a cow. At least cows can look back on, we just like go into the trough, just nothing, nothing, yes? Your field of awareness was shrunk into almost like a focus of there's a there's a better time ahead and just like that. Yes. So now every once in a while you run into something. Here you are in this big bathroom. Toilet roll sucks sucks the thing. Everything sucks into the toilet roll. Yeah, that toilet. Yes, this is. It's like you have this incredible camera and the mental state just wants to magnify the smallest of fucking things. Yeah. Once seeming slight, it'll go over when you get home. Yeah. Where you've, you've stepped over a massive ant army moving its whole colony to another location without any fucking interest or attention. Just totally mind-boggling events going on all around us just totally up here in that little satellite cone around the head 
The greatest bondage is mostly you don't know the bondage. You have no idea how the interest and attention that could be 360 degree wide spectrum is so tunnel visioned, yeah? And that everything that's noticed or touched is seen as how does it concern me? That self-centeredness, yeah? Where we could be life-centered. We could be centered in some other point instead of self-centered, yes? It's such a myopic view. And you're in the process, I'm in the process of having that aperture, yeah? It just needs to be oiled. It can open up and see a huge amount. We just believe this is the all we can, this is, it's me. No, it ain't you, yeah? You, it can open up. Your field of vision can enlarge. Your sense of space can become acute, yeah? You can feel that which you don't see. You can sense a presence in this life instead of being occupied by a mental presence all day, yeah? Stay on the operating table. I'm right there. I'm on the operating table right next to you. I'm just not getting up, yeah? And over the years, what happens is you'll be less and less agitation. You'll be sitting quite still, which allows the operations to go better. Yeah. Yeah. You just, that's how it goes. Mm. Look at every. Go to any spiritual thing, let's say Ramana Maharshi or other people, all they talk about as the abstraction is this ideation with these ideas in the head. Yeah? They all speak about the abstraction as a mental one. Yeah, Everyone. We're just extremes, examples of a focusing of that mental obstruction in a in a an addictive fucking thing called let's say alcoholism or narcotics or whatever yes it's an incredible uh, uh it's like the tunnel vision and the tunnel you know the tunnel vision comes before the tunnel and we have lived in that life that tunnel we've lived there yeah we are where where there's a wealth of knowledge in us that needs to be tapped by this unsuspected in the resource. You don't need to investigate much of life anymore. You know all you need to know already. If you've lived through a fucking act of addiction, yeah, all you need is the right match to light it. Yeah, a lot of shit's going to make sense to you that are people are trying to read books that have it make sense to them. Yeah, we've lived something. We have. And we've come out of something, at least physically. It's time to come out of it mentally. Yeah? By getting out of the mental. Not using the mental to get out of itself, but getting out of the mental. Yeah? Yeah.
Like I'm here, we're available at the Zoom. I just was available to hear a Blue Jay. I probably never even heard a Blue Jay for years on under cocaine. I had no idea what was going on, on around me. None whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. Don't you, don't you, that's presence, yes? Presence is you hear what's happening now. <laughs> you see what's appearing now. You're feeling the body. Things are happening in it. Yeah? Something's not right, let's say, in my sinus for a while now. Yeah? I wonder why, like, tons of kilos of cocaine going up it. Yes? In the past. Yeah? All this is going on. Now, my attention can dwell on something, or it can just come alight and hit things, or it could be resting in something which is what they call in spirituality abiding in the truth or the presence resting in the presence, yeah? So I have plenty of interest and attention to hear the water fountain, to hear the blue jay, all the while the interest and attention resting in itself, which is presence, what they call spiritual presence, yeah? Yeah, there's more than enough to go around to live a day. Now they try to live every other day, every yesterday and every day and every tomorrow, I have to be, or my the attention and interest has to be vacuumed out of this moment and absorbed in the head. Because I can I have to think about next week. I'm not experiencing next week. I'm not feeling it. I'm not smelling it. I'm not tasting it. There's thinking about it. Yeah. And I can't go back to last week. All those sense experiences are done now. I'm having sense experiences now. Yeah. I'd have to go through the mental corridor to go back. And in the back and in the forward, there is a God and it is not God itself. The lower God is the higher God in the past and the future. God, if you want to call it that, is a present tense condition. It's now, the forever now. Yeah. Now, this dog I have, or it has me really, does not go in the corridor much of past or future, even though its behavior is based on memories of past behaviors. It doesn't dwell there. It's sound asleep right now. Yeah. And yesterday it was very hot, so it didn't want to go out. Very simple. Didn't dwell on shit. It just reacted to what was happening now. Yeah. Now, it's only idiots like us who go out in 98 degree temperature because we have to accrue some value. If I don't do anything, I don't have value. I'm out there. Yeah. And hopefully you get a good enough sunscreen and a hat. And you get cooked yourself. You don't see fucking super active animals at a 98 or 100 degree day. You don't. Yeah, they're chilling out. <laughs> they, they're fucking wiser than we are. It's just insane. 
playing 18 holes of golf on a 110 degree day. Insane. Yeah. Literally. It's just, it just blows my mind. So this is simple. You see blue is blue and red is red. Yeah. If you're not feeling well and you can take some time off, you do. Yeah. Yeah. They're simple. It's not like I shouldn't not feel well. You just, all this shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm happy to be here. There is a solution. Don't take a fucking mental definition of the solution as the solution. Let the solution be revelatory. It's not going to look like what your head thinks it's going to look like. Thank God. Thank goodness. Yeah. Let life be revelatory. Are you doing better, Rich? Yes. Yeah. There you go. Recovery progresses. I wish we had that in our communities instead of the disease progresses, which incites a lot of fear. Well, recovery progresses also. You know, when they say the disease is doing push-ups in the parking lot, you get to a certain point in recovery, it's recovery's doing fucking push-ups in the parking lot. Yeah? Yes. Yeah. It just doesn't look like you're doing a lot. That's the great news. <laughs> you have recognized you're not, there's no need to do a lot. A lot's being done. Yeah. 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 So, all right, Rich, anyone else? Another moment. Christy did have a question. I don't know if you've, Still want to ask them at Christy, or if you feel it's been answered already? Um, yeah, thanks. I just listening, I um I've been so trained to use, you know, the three-step process to get out of self. And that is tell someone, help another alcoholic or help anyone and then go to a meeting. And then to be rigorous about doing an 11 step every morning and every night. And it's interesting, the more I know, the more I see, the more I use the 11th step um, as a space for bondage rather than freedom from bondage. And- yes. And it's my um, motivation and my mindset that's causing that. Yet, um, I don't know. I just would love to hear you if you are willing to talk about that because it. I just need to hear it as much as possible. A more um, yes. useful process and thought. Yeah. Yeah, well, first, <clears throat> see the failure of the other processes. And first of all, my opinion with the 11th step, the point of the 11th step is to improve one's conscious contact. They're suggesting through prayer and meditation, but it be it could be through taking a walk in nature and stuff, because some people are not built for meditation. That is for sure. Yeah, so don't limit 
the possibilities of improving one's conscious contact by misreading that sentence. Yeah, they, there are two suggestions. You can maybe improve conscious through these two. You can improve conscious just being conscious, tell you the truth, really, big time. Yeah. And then almost anything you do is improving the conscious contact. So that's one thing. Uh, and of course, the selfing will use the solution to form a bondage. That's all. That's what it does. So you now get bound to that which you are doing to be free of that which is always binding. <laughs> it happens all the time. That's, that's, that's its value. If you see that, there's an incredible nugget of knowledge in that. If you see that how you're going about something is actually being used to reinforce the problem. Yeah, that's valuable because that's usually what all of us finally see. You you trying to get out is a bigger form of being in. Yeah. And the thing is, constantly getting out of self is verifying the fact that you believe you're in self. So it doesn't work after all. Yeah. If you get out of self a million times, you've got to see there's something suspicious in that. Yeah. There's something going on that we're not conscious of, which is getting out of self as self is the biggest form of being in self. Yeah. It's good to know. It is. You're going to get to know it either a very harsh way or you can listen to a message which would be the easier, softer way, but you're going to get to it. The systems are going to fail. And it's not because of the system fails. It's the practitioner of the system. Self is trying to use this shit to get into self <laughs> with the story that we're living by from it, that it's doing it to get out of self. <laughs> but its real intent is to further the reinforcement of being a self. Yeah, yeah, it's just the way it goes. <clears throat> it's not personal. That's how it goes. If you if you watch it play itself out, you're going to see that over and over again. But most people only get to one phase or two phases. If you stay with it, uh, more gets revealed. Yeah, yeah. So this doesn't say there's nothing right or wrong with meditation or or prayer, but to limit how you can improve your conscious contact and make it only those two lanes on the broad highway, that's fucking insanity. Yeah, because I know people who are very, very nervous, and they're lucky if they can sit still for three minutes. So they, the way they're listening to it has them being proved to be more of a failure than they ever were before, which sucks. Yes? So this is... You read the sentence, it says the, the point is, is to improve one's conscious contact. The point isn't to meditate and pray. It's through meditation and prayer, we will improve our conscious contact. That's the point, improving conscious contact. Now, seeing what I'm not improves, improves conscious contact. Because when you are trying to be conscious as what you're not, you're unconscious to that. Yes? doesn't work so 
most of us are trying to come out of an unconscious contact, which is the ideation of self or the identification as self, which is an unconscious contact. What self fears the most, the, the activity of selfing, is consciousness. It does, want, it does not want you to be aware of what's going on. It wants you to be aware of what other people may be doing and all this shit. But it does not want you to see what's going on because you would see it. Yeah. Or you would get a sense of an it that you're not it. <laughs> and it that's no bueno to it. It's not into that. That's why there's so much resistance in doing inventories where people inventory everyone they see during the day, but they have a hard time doing a personal inventory. Why? Because there's something in there that doesn't want you to see itself. Yeah. Simple as that. That's my take on it. And so, yeah, yeah. A lot of times when the bondage of self in place, the solution becomes a form of the bondage. Yes, it's just the way it goes. Just see it. If it fits, it's like a, a shoe. You came into this spiritual shoe store. You've just talked about a pair of shoes you had. We put, yeah, put them on. We're giving you a reason why they're not uncomfortable. They're they're not comfortable, and you'll find out for yourself. Yeah, yeah. If if when I start to meditate, I'm not aware that the head is already taking itself to be the meditator, then that meditation, the effects of that activity are going to be directed to reinforce something that you would rather have diminished, yes? There's a great master, great teacher, Ramana Maharshi. He says uh, an incredible statement. You have to hear both sentences. If you don't mind, we'll take a minute, yes? So he, he says the basic conception of the mistake, so to speak, is there's a presupposing of a non-existent thing, which is a body, being that which is existing, which is, let's say, spirit, or I amness, yeah, or existence, yeah? So there's an animating principle that's not from the animated principle, yeah? So the body is being animated, it's not the animating, yeah? Yes? All right, so there's this presupposing of a non-existent thing being an existent thing. And the existent thing now wants to get salvation for itself, okay? If that's the case, which he was basically implying it's mostly the case in the mental state, your spiritual practices themselves are reinforcing this non-existent thing. How can they destroy it? Exactly. Yeah. So the explanation of the fallacy of the second point is based on the first point, yeah? There's an identification as something that we're not, and now we're trying to get freedom as that, which really the freedom would be from that, yeah? Which is completely different, as and from, yeah? We don't see the as, so we're trying to be free as when we're wanting to be free from. Yeah, the freedom is there. There's a want to be free, but there's ignorance. So we're trying to be free as that we 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 would like to be free from. It's just 
It's a simple clarity, but if it's not seen, it's going to be unclear as you go along. Simple clarity. Yeah. So that their freedom is people have a sense of freedom. They want something. Yes. That's beautiful. How it's being directed isn't. Yeah. So trying to be free as self is a bondage to self. Yeah. When the real great relief we're praying for in AA is please relieve us of the bondage of self. That's much clearer than trying to be free as self. Yeah. There's both an urge for freedom. One is completely misdirected, in my humble view, and the other one is correct. Yeah. Yeah. Really. So, and all along the way, you, you'll you see the fallacy of the freedom as self by it's attempting to do just that. You'll see it now. Hallelujah. That's a beautiful point. Before, most of us don't even get to the point of ever seeing it. We're just looking from it. And we're wondering why shit's not working. And we usually blame it on ourselves, ultimately. And basically, it's not working because it can't work. You can't be free as self. <laughs> it's not the way it goes. <laughs> self can't be, hey, it's tried <laughs> thousands of ways. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to go through the thousand ways. Yeah, you can that's, get off that's the, the idea. I'm done. Done with the yeah. thousand ways. Good. Just pull the brake and get off the bus. That's all. Simple. And then the no will be dropped out and they'll just the shirt will be rest. Instead of no rest, you'll have rest. Yeah, we'll forget the bottom. We'll just go with the no rest. Rest. Okay, done. Yeah, simple. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you for the question. I hope it was helpful. That's all the questions for now, Paul. Would you like to say goodbyes? Yes. Let me just say, you know, we're all falling downstairs, yeah? Now, I'm just, I've survived. I fell down a lot of stairs. I'm just trying to talk about the stairs <laughs> that we're falling down. Maybe it can stop way before you get to the bottom. It's because <laughs> you're going to be fucking bruised up on some levels if you survive the fall stairs. But there's knowledge to be had. So it's, it's, it's actually been valuable hopefully more to others than me. <laughs> but uh, yeah. <laughs> so no, that's all I need to say, I think. Let me say goodbye. Thanks uh, everyone who's running the show today. I don't know. Oh, it's Rich. Rich here and hit Rich now. Oh, we got Mr. G-I-L, Gil. Is that Gil's phone? Nice to see you, Gil. Kurt Z, as always. Hey, yeah. buddy, thanks for sharing on a new freedom and a new happiness. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 John S. in Florida, very nice, as always. Cassandra, great. Mickey, as always. Hey, I also want to announce tomorrow night's meeting, we're not going to have uh, uh, 
a person I knew from a long time ago passed away. And I feel like it's the appropriate thing to go visit, to see, go to the memorial. Because someone stretched out and found me. And so, yeah, I'm going to go. And it's, uh, it's at the time of the meeting. So we're not going to have Wednesday night meeting. Everything else is, I'm, I'm going to go to this thing. Uh, yeah, sometimes like that, you know, if someone goes out of the way to get in touch with you, you feel like you should do it. Eh? I feel, feel like there's something there. So this was a bunch of people I used to get high with, and then I got sober. And uh, I would go back and almost a number of them get, would come to meetings, but it never stuck. So obviously we parted ways, but one of my best friends in that group died and uh, a girlfriend that vaguely remembered me got in touch with me his old girlfriend and asked if I would come to this memorial so I said yes there's the story Mickey as always nice to see you Mickey Kathy now let me just share one thing this is not like a law I don't go to every memorial yeah you just feel something, something feels and you go and you've heard it play a lot in you and you've, you've sometimes followed it, sometimes not. And you've got a pretty good judge. It's good to follow after all these years. So that's all. It's not like I go to every memorial. I just, this one has moved me. So yeah. Shannon Corkery, as always. Hey, Shannon, do you know the town Bray? where uh Sinead O'Connor was was from no no uh, you're not you're in Ireland right though no no I'm in Canada oh Canada I just yeah. took you as an Irish last yeah yeah I got Irish ancestry but I'm in Canada yeah oh all right no it's a town it's like uh on the coast and uh yeah I was just wondering Joseph, nice to see you, my friend. You're back to the uh, where it all started, Joe. <laughs> Hallie, nice to see Hallie. I'm interested in how Hallie has been unwinding over these months. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh, great. Rico, Rico Cruz, a man of his word, which is nice, unusual. Tom, Denver. I phoned Mia. She got in. There's un, Mia is an unstoppable force of nature. Michael, Stacy, the man behind the Zen Bish Slap Curtains. So, Michael, are you going to be here today at 4.30? Yep. Yep. Oh, great. So, everyone here, we have a 4.30 Pacific time meeting day. And, uh, yeah. We got Dana, nice to see Dana. Miranda, there she is. Greg, Minneapolis. You're not in the hey, hospital. Hey, hey, nah, I got Craig May's uh, scarf on though. He sent it to me. I wanted to let you know. Just got it. <laughs> oh, great. Wow, that's amazing. You, you, yeah, yeah, I, I can't wait to see him. Uh, uh, so on the next meeting he's on and we're on. I can thank them. All kinds of surprises on this group. Well, he's right here. I can see Greg, I think. You can see Craig? 
Yeah, from Minneapolis. Oh, oh yeah, think. but not Greg. <laughs> it's Greg. Yes, Greg, but this came from Craig. Oh, May, Craig. Craig oh. May. You remember I asked him for his oh, scarf? Oh, Craig he from Australia. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, from, he from sent that. I got this. I got this huge package today. I'm he going. doesn't come up. It would be too early in Australia now. Yeah. Too early. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's too early. Yeah. They're a day ahead, a couple hours behind, four or five yeah. hours behind. Yeah. But thanks. I'm not in the hospital today. So it's a wonderful day. Thanks. Oh, great. Good. Good. Yes. Roman. Oh, so I was talking to Greg about Craig and Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Roman, nice to see you, Roman. John K, as always, we got J.A., Oliver in Berlin, Verena. I don't say anything about where she's from. I just keep it simple there. Sally, completely, completely participating at every moment. Uh, let me see. I think, oh, wait a minute. I think I lost some people. Oh, no, it's only the people that stuck around. Thank you, everyone. Hey, I appreciate it. I'll see you guys, some of you, later. And Thursday, we have every old the other meetings are on just tomorrow night. Okay, thanks. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Rich. Bye. 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 Bye